Praise God. Uh, we're going to be having baptisms. Uh, I, I think our baptisms are scheduled for the 26th. I know um, uh, Roger Clark, he will get baptized the 26th. If you hear... If you're here and you've never been baptized in water, uh, we're going to be having baptisms in, in March the 26th, which is a couple weeks from now. And then I, have, I had had requests for baptisms in April. So if, you wanna, if you've never been baptized in water, I mean, we have, we're going to be celebrating baptisms. Amen? Hallelujah. You guys, uh, did you guys enjoy the series we did on spiritual disciplines? Amen. Are you practicing them? Are you praying? Are you reading the word? Yes. Some of you are smiling like when, you know, when a child does something wrong and he knows he's been caught. Just, okay. But I really, really, really encourage you to start practicing this kind of life. We need a, we, listen, we need a change in our lifestyles, in order to have the fruit of what the word promises. God promises are yes and amen in Christ, but they won't come automatically to your life. I wish they would, but they won't. We need to exercise our uh, God-given, uh, um, what will be the word, principles, in order to obtain the life of God. Let me ask you something. How many of you are living? Can you say that you know that you know that you know that you're living in the fullness of God's life? How many of you can say, you know what, Pastor Allen? Yes, everything the Bible says about me, I'm living it. Who could say that? One hand, two hands, three hands. Go with me to Genesis 1, chapter 28, verse 28. That is why, thank you, that is why those disciplines are so important. And I won't use the example of an athlete again, but I'll use it again. If, if, if an athlete were to go and compete, let's say the Olympics, you know, they train really hard. Happy, hey, Mary, uh, happy, uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. And prophetically, I was going to tell you, Merry Christmas, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll tell you that in December. Amen? So the, the athletes, what do, I mean, you see what they eat? They eat, they, they, they work really hard, they spend hours, hours, you know, in the gym, eating. Uh, they spend hours building up their mental, mental capacity. Why? to be ordered to go compete and achieve. Our Christian life should be the same. We should spend time in building ourselves up in the Word of God that we might understand the will of God and the hope that we have in Him. Amen. So for that, we need these spiritual disciplines. I, we need to pray more. You need to make a conscious, conscious decision of these things. I told Millie this, this morning, praise God for Wednesday, Wednesday prayer nights. But we are spending too, many, too much time, and please, I don't, I don't mean this disrespectfully, 
We're, we're spending too, many t- too much time praying for people's specific needs instead of praying for the life of God to be uh, shining upon them. That, they, that the eyes of their understanding might be enlightened. That's the prayer we should be doing. I mean, it's, it won't be of no good if I keep praying for so-and-so for healing, but if so-and-so doesn't have a, an idea of who he or she is in Christ, healing won't be manifested. You know, we need to make... A ch- Folks, Palestine members, we need to make changes. We need to make changes so we can achieve the life of God. Listen up. God is counting on us. And I want to put this charge over you. God is counting on us to fulfill his plan over the earth. Let me repeat that. God is counting on us to fulfill his plans over the earth. God is counting on the church to change Washington, D.C. God is counting on the church to change the Pentagon. God is counting on the church to change the Senate. He's counting on us to do that. Genesis 128, you have it? This is one of my favorite verses in Scripture. And the Bible reads like this. So God created man. I don't know where did I leave my glasses, so bear with me. It says, so God, it says, so God created man, 27, in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Underline that word. Rule over the fish of the sea and then the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves over the ground. Then God says, I give you every seed bearing plant, pa, 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 pa. What's the point? What's the principle here? God created, listen carefully. God created this earth and gave whole dominion, whole uh, uh, power of attorney to this new creation called men. Whatever happens, don't get upset with me, but whatever happens in America, it's on us, the church. Why? Because we, be, we have been given the dominion over this nation. We are responsible, Church of Christ, Church of Jesus, we are responsible of what happens in this nation And ultimately, we are responsible of what happens in the world. Why? Because God gave us the dominion over the earth. Amen? So come with me to Genesis 2. And I'm going to tell you what I'm preaching about. Maybe I won't tell you so you see if you can can guess. So many notes. You have something to say? Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> he will make a helpmate. Helpmate, amen. Thank you, Lord, for my helpmate. And so, so chapter 2 of, of, of the book of, of uh, Genesis, chapter 219. Thank you, Lord. I'm feeling it now. It says here, but Adam, no, it says, now the Lord God, this is Genesis 219, what I'm speaking about. 
I want to I wanna tell you about it later. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all of the birds of the air. And he brought them to the men to see what he would name them. And listen to this. And whatever the men called each living creature, that was its name. So the men gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the air, and all of the beasts of the field. What's the point? Who named the animals? What are they? The Bible says that they, what they are till this day is what men spoke over those animals. What we are, what Adam was doing was exercising authority. Authority. That's the message. Authority. Amen. Why do we speak about spiritual disciplines? Because God wants to remind us that he has given us authority over everything, over the whole works of his hand. We have the authority. Amen. So he brought the animals to Adam and says, Adam, okay, boy, exercise. I already blessed you. I already anointed you. Now I'm going to tell you how you will put in practice this authority that I've been giving to you. How? By calling things that are not like if they were. By speaking. He gave authority. Everything he named them is what they are today. Adam, what Adam did, he prophesied over the animals. The name is a set of functions. The name is a set of properties. And that's what he released out of his mouth, and that's what these animals become. How are circumstances in your life? How are, what, what circumstances are you going through your marriage? What circumstances are you going through your personal life? What circumstances are going around your children's life? You have the authority. You have the authority to change those things. Because there's a God-given grace in your life to decree a thing. Amen. And make things happen. I mean, that, this doctrine, listen. There's people, that, there's people that still believe that, well, what happens, happens. Whatever happens is the will of God. Hey, not everything that happens is the will of God. But what you create with your own words is, the, is what was going to happen if your words are aligned with God's will. Amen. And I say this to say, I, it, it makes me mad when I hear uh, Tony Robbins and all of these gurus using Bible principles to, to make fortunes with these self-help, self-help, self-help uh, philosophies. I heard one of those, Tony, you know who Tony Robbins is? Some of you know who he is? I, 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 I saw one of his advertisements, he's speaking about love and compassion. I think this guy looks, sounds like a Bible. I almost was about this to call him and ask him, are you a Christian? But they are taking advantage of this, what we have, to, to be successful in life. Amen? So everything God, everything the Adam called, everything Adam named the animals, that's what they are. Look at, this, look at these scriptures. It says here, the heart of man... Plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Listen to this one. Proverbs 18.20. From the fruit of a man's mouth, 
his stomach is satisfied. He's satis satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. The words of the wicked lay in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright delivers them. Proverbs 12, verse 6. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life, and he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Proverbs 13, 3. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perversive tongue crushes the spirit. What are you... Uh, okay. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and, and, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. So one of the ways we exercise authority is by speaking. I want to I wanna charge you, church, to be careful how we speak. Because we have power in, in our inner man to make things change. We are called to speak life. We are, we are, called, we are, we are called to say things that will build our life around what we say. Amen? Authority. So, authority was given to us. Adam lost the authority. Amen? Adam lost by disobedience. He lost the authority. Then, it was promised about a Messiah that was going to come to reestablish that authority. And that Messiah is Christ. Jesus came. And then, because of Jesus' sacrifice, the authority was restored to men. Amen. Now, Jesus went up to heaven. He seated with Christ. And on the earth, with the church, we have the authority to make things happen. Amen. Make things happen. That's why the discipline is uh, 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 serious. Because if you don't align, if we don't start doing those changes, nothing will happen. I hear some of the radio stations, Christian radio stations. And you know what? It saddens me. Because they are reducing the body of Christ to a political force. Folks, we are not a political force. We are the body of Christ. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above every principality and power. And if, we, if we're not aware, that sounds pretty neat. It sounds exciting. Oh, we want a Christian man in the White House. Listen, there's not much he will be able to do. One single man, there's not much he will be able to do. But us, there is enough faith in this room to change the course of this nation. Did you know that? How many of us are here today? 96? Oh, that's last week. Okay. 84. There's enough faith in this place to change the course of this nation. How? By speaking, by praying. By exercising authority. By exercising authority. So I'm almost closing. Write this down. How do we exercise this authority? Write this down. How do we exercise this authority? And I'm closing. I'll, I'll be back to this. And 
you know, we'll go back and forth with this because I have so many things to say. Number one, we exercise our authority by the knowledge and submission. Oh, this word. Mm, mm, mm. This word. Not many people like it. Wives, submit to your husband. Oh, my gosh. A lady throw a shoe at me once when I say that. And what, what's one of those big heel, high heels you call them? Whoosh. Hey, I, I didn't say that. That's what the Bible says. I'm not submitting to this beep, 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 you know, foul language. We talked about that last, last week, okay? So, so, with knowledge and submission to God's will, how we exercise this authority, having the knowledge of God's will, having the knowledge of God's will, and submitting to his will. And I write, wrote this, align ourselves to God's will. Matthew 6 is the example of the Lord's Prayer. And it says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed would be thy name. Thy kingdom come. And are we willing to do God's will every time? You know what the problem we have, church? None, not, none of you. But outside, everybody's living for everything but for God. Did you, did you hear me? Outside this, this court, everybody's living for everything except for God. We have so many things to accomplish. We have so many things to conquer. We, we want to reach so many things. You and I, we were designed, we were created to be hooked, to be plugged, to be connected to the vine. And I commend you for being out there trying to conquer things, but there's an easier way. There's a yoke that is lighter, that is easier, that is more peaceful. And that yoke is Jesus Christ. Let me tell you a secret. This is worth millions of dollars. If you delight yourself in the Lord, you're going to be there quicker. You're going you're gonna to reach what you're trying to reach. You're going to reach it. You're going to achieve it. But you're going to achieve it quicker faster and, 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 and in a joyful way. Why? Because if you delight, Psalm 37 verse 4, verse 4, if you delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. But we have to start living for God. How do you live for God? How do you, how do you make your life circle around God? How do you make your marriage be, be, be founded on the rock. How do you raise your kids in the rock, in the, in the, in the life of God? How do, you, how do you deal with your finances? How do you set your finances? How do you set your job? How do you set your businesses in God? That everything we do in act and in deed is for the glory of the Lord. That's why, the, that's why we have what we have right now, folks. That's why we have the, the circumstances that we have. That's why we have the, and I, listen, that's why we have this transgenderism and we have all these doctrines of devils. That's what they are. Those are teachings of demons. 
Now uh, big denominations are embracing these kind of things. What's going on? I mean, am I, am, I, am, I, am I the only one that sees something wrong in this? Why? Because we are not exercising authority. We, we have to exercise authority, but authority is directly linked to our connection with the vine. Listen, if you're a businessman here, let me, let me give you an, an advice. Consecrate your everything. Consecrate everything to God. I remember, and I say this as testimony, in a third world country, I say I was on the brink of bankruptcy. I'll share this testimony with you. I was at the brink of bankruptcy. And out of my desperation, I say this, Father, if you blessed me, I will give you 15% of my gross income. And you know what? God heard me. And folks, for God to change your circumstance in a bit, God doesn't need 20, 30, 40 years to change your circumstance. He can, he can make things happen like this. So we start month, uh, the third month, I can see, I was stable again. Month seven, I was having profits. And I was just a few months before at the brink of bankruptcy. But you know what I did? I consecrate my business, my income, my life to the Lord. I humble myself before him. And I remember I broke my own covenant because God was willing to keep, tell, take me to the moon if I wanted it. And I remember when I had to sign a check <laughs> for that 15% gross, which for me was a fortune. It was like $10,000. An offering. And I say, Father, what is this church going to do with all this money? <laughs> and Mark devolved shut and then my business started stabilizing and still navigating but it wasn't climbing like it was what's the point when we surrender our lives to God when we consecrate everything we are everything we are folks I church please do this try it for a month we don't, uh, can you, how, how do you say in the advertisement, if you don't like it, you give it back? How do you, return it? You can return it? 30 days back, a guarantee? Hey, listen, try this. Try it, try it for 30 days. Go home today. Have lunch. And sit down yourself with your Bible and think and ask the Lord, Father, teach me how to live my life solely for you. And you will see God move. I, I, just, I just pray. My prayer is that you will get to taste this. I, my prayer is that you will get to taste the goodness of God and the validity of his word. When he has said, if you delight in me, I'm going to give you the things that you desire the most without your huge effort. But how can I live my life solely for you, Lord? What decisions do I have to make? And if you, as you surrender, you will see your authority grow. 
So point number one is submission. Point number two, how can I live in life of authority? Knowledge and submission to God's will. Amen. I wrote this. Humbleness. God resists the proud but give grace to the humble. And point number three, and I close with this, the renewing of, of our mind. We must know the will of God. We must know the will of God over every circumstance. Amen? We must know. I don't know what you're going through. I know what some of you are going through. I don't know what each one of you are going through. But you must know what God's will, what God has said about that circumstance you're going through right now. Amen? Your uh, friend going through uh, uh, chemo. What does, what, what, what does God say about it? It is the will of God? No. No. It, it, I mean, you're dealing with, with illness in your body. I was telling Millie this morning, it surprised me that if you read the accounts on the Bible, and I'm always charging against this issue of healing because we, I mean, we have a whole system around infirmity. It's a principality. But I was reading what Jesus sent his disciples. He says in Luke 10, he sent 12, and then he sent 70. And you know what he commanded them to do? He commanded them to go there, preach, preach the kingdom of God. If people is demon-possessed, get them delivered. And you know what else? Heal the sick. And everywhere you see Jesus' instructions, his instructions were heal the sick. Now, please don't tell me sickness is the will of God. Because why will Jesus send his disciples with a specific instructions to heal the sick? Sickness and us are enemies. Sickness in your body is an enemy. Repudiate, is that a word? It's not Trenton is thinking, so it's not a word. <laughs> but you have to despise that. Amen? You have to despise it because it's not the will of God. Authority. Amen? Authority. Amen. So, remember, knowledge and submission to the will of God. And I close with John 15. This is my second closing. John 15, verse 7. John 15, verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Repeat after me. I have authority. Yes, you're given authority. And you know what else? While you get to John 15, we have an adversary. We have an adversary. It's called Satan, the devil. He, my friend, hates you. Hates you. He wants to kill you, but he doesn't want to give you a quick death. He wants to make you suffer, and he wants to laugh in the midst of it. So we, need, we, we, we have to acknowledge these things. We have to know what ground are we standing in. John 15, 
But you know what's the, the beauty? Well, you get to John 15, that this adversary has been defeated by, by Christ. And Christ defeated him and gave you and me the authority to trample over every one of his deeds. Amen? So why that, that, why that hasn't been manifest? Because Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be put at a footstool. Amen? A footstool. There's a time coming yet. So John 15, verse 7. Are you receiving something? I mean, am, am I making sense? Are you sure? If some of you love me, you say yes, yes, but we'll see. Well, who doesn't love me this much here? That tell me the truth, the cold truth. I just want you to, de- to have this, folks. God intended, us for, God intended us to have a victorious life. Your marriage has to be a victorious marriage. Your children, they have to be successful. That's what God says. That's his promise. Your life, in everything, everything my hands touches, prosper. Psalm 1. You and I, we should be like trees planted by streams of water that, yielded, that yield their fruit on due season, and everything we do prosper. So we have to do that, but we have to enforce God's authority because there's a trespasser around. There will be a day when the trespasser is going to be punished, but meanwhile, we need to enforce God's promises with the authority of God's word. Amen? Do you have, do you have John, John 15? It says, I am the vine. I'm going to start with five. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he's like the branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish. What? Ask whatever you wish or ask whatever he wish. You want to read it again? This is too good to be true. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have many things to do. You have many goals to achieve. You have, you're full of dreams, full of goals, full of things to do. But I want to I wanna encourage each one of you to start living for God. We won't see a difference. We won't see a difference if we don't start living for God solely. And I can guarantee you, whatever you're, whatever you're wishing Whatever you're dreaming of is going to come to pass. God's going to give it to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wednesday night, we have prayer. Are you concerned about the state of the union? Are you concerned about the state of the union? We have prayer Wednesday nights. That's not the only place where things can happen. But if you unite yourself to pray for God's purpose and God's will to be established in this nation, things will change. We need to start rallying after God's purposes. Amen. If not, things won't happen.
things won't happen. Father, we thank you for this day. I said a lot of things, Lord. I just ask you, Father, to use the best of them. Lord, that every word that I spoke, Lord, has mean something for someone here, Lord. Father, through your Holy Spirit, awake us, Lord. Awake us, Lord. Awake us, Father. Awake us, Lord, to realize that our lives are, are successful when we are closer and closer to you and living for you and living for your plans and living for your purposes and rallying after your goals and your dreams, Lord, and setting aside ours, Lord. And we know that as we do that, Lord, as we delight ourselves in you, you will grant us the desires in our hearts, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, over these families, and I, I ask you, Lord, give them a taste, Father. Give them a taste of what that means, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father. In the name of Jesus, set in their hearts the will to do and to act according to your own will, Father. In the name of Christ, Lord. And I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for those families that are just waking up. I thank you for them, Lord. I pray your protection over them, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for our youth. I pray for our children, Lord. I pray for every parent, Lord. Give them the wisdom to teach their kids, Lord, that life consists in a relationship with God. And that apart from you, there's nothing we can do, Father. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's have communion.